0: What's up, I'm testing this, and uh, anyway, uh, I'm testing this, and um, I don't know, I want to make a podcast, but I'm not really sure what subjects I should cover, and um, I have a bunch, a lot of people tell me that uh, that I ramble a lot, but my rambles are good, and I should record them and uh, share some of my knowledge with uh, people, um, and sometimes I, I think it's nonsense, because uh, you know, Who the the hell wants to listen to somebody else rant? But then, you know, you go on YouTube and you hear podcasts and, you know, people are really out there willing to uh, listen to people if they have something interesting to say. I think I have a few interesting topics to cover. I like to cover things from religion to philosophy, uh, history, politics, although I'm kind of pissed off at politics uh, currently. Um, just think it's a hot mess and it's not serving anybody any good. Um, I like cooking, I'm getting into cigars, I think it's a really cool hobby. Uh, and I like science. Um, I go hiking every weekend, camping on mountains. I have trippy stories that I like to tell. Um, I've done psychedelics a lot, uh, even though I currently am uh, sober, uh, except for cigars, I guess. Um, Yeah, so, anyway, those are the things that uh, I think I'll be talking about if I ever do get to start recording, anyway, um, yeah, I guess that's the end of the test. (laughs) All right, so uh, this next uh, segment, I'm going to be talking about uh, something that's... uh, I like etymology a lot. And that's the study of uh, the origins of words. And um, so I've... uh, I always told myself that if I ever did start Podcasts. uh it's probably one of the first things that I would talk about and it's kind of corny whatever I don't really care I'm talking about it anyway uh so (laughs) um the etymology of the word uh Mary or rather the name Mary which is uh of course in the name of um the mother of Jesus but also a a variation of it Miriam which is the Hebrew um is the name of the sister of Moses. Um, so this name, Mary, or Miriam in Hebrew, it means bitter. Let's start. You know, given the two characters. Or, or rather the two people in these two different stories, you know. Uh, bitter. It, it, it's, you know, you could see the authors really thinking this story through uh mary was you know she got pregnant not by her husband uh according to the bible it was uh you know the spirit of god you know whatever whatever your religious inclination is you know i don't really care um i'm just looking at this in a mythological and an etymological sense you know uh so there's this this you know she was she was young maybe 15 and she's pregnant and she doesn't have a husband or rather she has a husband but it you know it's not his kid um and the stigma of that at that time you know that would make you bitter that would make you a bitter person you know um Miriam, you know, the the sister of Moses, uh, you know, she was bitter because she had to uh, give up her brother so that he would be safe. Because the Egyptians were, you know, killing young Hebrew children. And, um, you know, she had to put them in a wicker basket and float them down the Nile. And... I can see, you know, that the sense of bitterness that somebody would have doing that to to family, you know. Um, and then she she was actually a slave in the household of Pharaoh. And she had to witness these people raising her sibling, you know. So that, that can definitely make somebody bitter. Um, and I, I just find it fascinating, you know these people that were, were authoring these books, you know, not just the Bible, but, uh, all kinds of, of sacred tomes and books and, and things like that. And, and legends in antiquity, you know, these people were thinking these stories true, or <laughs> they were thinking these sto- stories through rather, um, you know, they, they were, uh, you know, it's it's not just these little silly little legends that that people are just randomly, you know, writing down on paper. They're trying to express some truth. Um you know, and uh and I'm not even talking about religious truth, but you know, humanity has this yearning to tell stories. That's a that's um as part of us as the claw is a part of the lion. You know, as I like to say, um, you know, it's it's one of the tools in our repertoire is to tell stories and when we, you know, a good storyteller is going to integrate little clues and little puzzles and little games into the story, word games, you know, to to bring it to life. And, um, you know, in, in this modern age, I mean, we speak English, who would have guessed that Miriam or Mary means bitter? Nobody, you know, I had to look that up. Um, so that's why it's good to, to, you know, know etymology, because when you learn etymology, it opens up an entire world of things. And, um, you know, an entire world of ideas, I shouldn't say things, I need to get my vocabulary up. <laughs> anyway, you know, it, it, etymology opens up an entire world of ideas, and, and um, you know, I think that one of the things that helped me the most growing up as a kid, you know, uh, was my fascination with the origins of words and etymology, because I feel that, you know, once I learned basic latin and greek you know it opened up science it opened up philosophy i mean that's how i i originally ended up getting into philosophy and now i have a degree in it which you know (laughs) that's another (laughs) that's for another podcast but you know um but yeah you know etymology is, is a powerful tool um that you know, can just open up an entire world of possibilities to you. So, yeah, if you don't really know what it is or haven't really studied it yet, I suggest you uh, look it up, look up etymology. I'll be uh, talking about the etymology of other words uh, in other podcasts. So if you like that, then, yeah, we'll be talking about it. I'm recording this on Memorial Day um, 2018. And, uh, you know, I, I'm a vet. I deployed for 15 months during the surge in Iraq from 07 to 08. Uh, I was an infantryman. And, um, you know, this date is one where. We're supposed to remember the fallen soldiers of various wars, but specifically uh, World War I and World War II, although the definition of Memorial Day has been extended to, um, you know, all dead veterans, uh, veterans that died in combat, rather, and, um, you know, it's, a, it's, it's important that we remember these vets. Um, and it's also important to recognize that maybe we don't need to be fighting so many wars. I support the vets. You know, 100%. I'm a vet. I support the troops. 100%. I'm a patriotic person. Um I consider myself to be center-right, libertarian, and, uh, you know, I'm not coming at this from uh, a place of malice or anything, but I think that we need to end these wars. If you really support soldiers, you know, if you really support the troops, then you want to support them being with their families, not deployed to these foreign countries for 12 to 18 months at a time and then they get 10 months rest you know i know what it is to suffer through that and uh it's not right and um i just think that it's very important that we uh you know that we think about why are we fighting these wars a lot of these wars uh don't really benefit us. Not even in the aspect of oil because the United States is becoming... It is oil independent and it's going to become one of the major oil exporters anytime soon. Um, we're having all these involvements in the Middle East. But why? We're not fighting for our freedom. Because we're... Okay. Um... We're not fighting for the freedom of the Middle East because we install dictators. Not we, you know, but the powers that be, we'll say. So we really need to think about why we're fighting these wars. Uh, This is going to be a controversial statement, but, um, you know, it's not in the best interest of America to bomb Syria and Iran, you know, or to be supporting the dictatorships in the Arabian Peninsula, uh, Saudi Arabia and its war in Yemen, and the United Arab Emirates, you know, those are dictatorships. They, They call them monarchies, but don't get it twisted, that, you know, they are dictatorships. And um, it's not f- fair that we are funding these, these you know, radical people on the one hand and then bombing the shit out of these other people on the other hand. And um, who are we doing it for, you know? It benefits Israel. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be straight about it. It benefits Israel. <laughs> it doesn't benefit us. And, um, yeah. You know, a, a farm boy from Kansas or a black or Puerto Rican kid from Brooklyn or Detroit, you know, or, or a Native American kid from a reservation, they have no interests in the Middle East. It's Israel. And, uh, you know, if they want to go ahead and forbid the countries around them from developing nuclear weapons and doing things like that, you know, that's their problem. But, you know, it's, it's not our problem, you know. We have two oceans protecting us, and if we just minded our own business... And trade it in peace. Then. We'd be in a much better place. It's just you know. It's a simplistic argument. But look. Let's just keep it simple. You know. There's no need. There's no need to be causing these wars. Everybody intuitively knows that it's wrong. That we're going into these countries. And we don't even have a goal. Why. Should we dethrone Assad if the people themselves didn't really care about doing it I'm not going to go into the you know the politics of all that stuff you know uh wiser people than me have already done that you know if you really want to know what's what's good you know I suggest you check out the Corbett report he's a really serious researcher and reporter And uh, he's very well respected uh, in the alternative media. Um, And his analysis of the Middle East and all the things that are going down there seems to me to be on point. Um, So, yeah. I just, you know, to sum it up, I, I think that right now we are... You know, coming up with these, we're we're defending Israel and we're defending Saudi Arabia. I mean, why are we defending Israel? What what benefit do they give us? I I don't I don't really know. You know how we benefit from an alliance with Israel? You know, um, you know the the people are cool. You know, I've I've met Israelis. You know. I've met Israeli soldiers, you know, and they seem cool. They're human beings like you and me. Um, But the direction that their country is heading seems to me to be towards warfare and strife and uh, running open air uh, concentration camps. And it's unfortunate that I'm saying that, but it's the truth. Um, and you shouldn't be embarrassed of speaking the truth, you know, and I just, I don't feel that, that we need that. We don't need that. You know, Israel's a rich country. They don't need us to pay them, you know, to give them money, you know, Saudi Arabia, they don't need us to give them money. You know, they're, these are rich countries and, and we're, um, giving them subsidies, and helping them wage these crazy wars. And, uh, you know, it's it's not benefiting anybody. You know? Um, we need to, to really focus on keeping the sea lanes secure. And on ensuring that trade, global trade, happens smoothly. You know, that's fine, but... Going to war, bombing, you know, drone strikes and declaring all these little wars all over the place. That that doesn't benefit us and it's draining our treasure. And and we're paying for that. And none of these politicians that are calling for war will lead from the front. They'll lead from the back. From Washington, D.C. From secure bunkers, you know. But the people bear the brunt of all of that it's not fair. And if this republic is worthy of of that title, then the people need to wake up and we need to start making some hard decisions and and you know, and decide whether we want to be embroiled in eternal warfare for the sake of other creepy countries or if we are going to go back to you know what we originally were. We were a mercantile nation, you know, merchants, and uh, that's that's what we should be. That's what we should remain. Every, you know, we can import our culture. People love our culture, and our culture has done more to uh, change the world than any wa- amount of warfare has. So I think that we really need to you know, reconsider all these things that we're doing, you know, because it's not right and it's draining our treasure and it's, you know, it's just not the right thing to do. So this this Memorial Day, my wish is that we, you know, support the troops and bring them back home and end these crazy wars, you know? So, Yeah. I guess that does it for the pilot episode. And uh, if you liked it, I hope you'll consider subscribing. Uh, I think that even if I have just uh, <laughs> zero views, I'll probably still do the podcast thing. I, I've had a lot of fun today testing this out and uh, seeing how it goes. It's um, I don't do social media, really have an Instagram page but uh you know i I, I ramble a little bit on it uh, but I like this format you know I used to have a Facebook and uh I tried Twitter here and there but you know it just uh didn't satisfy my need to talk to people that were actually interested in what i had to say you know i had 400 friends on facebook um and you know a few of them had like uh maybe 100 of my army buddies which i actually interacted with and then uh people that i met along the way and some of them were still friends and some of them have become strangers unfortunately and i think facebook uh, is a very artificial way of interacting with people they they play it like it's this uh it's a way to connect people but no i i think it disconnects people more you know it, it uh it separates people anyway uh so yeah i think i'll be doing this and uh yeah if you like it again Uh, consider subscribing, if not, that's cool too, Um, either way, I hope you'll have a great day, and uh, yeah, bye.